TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. Get that last swig of coffee in before our show today. By the way, a two-hour show normally, a one-hour experience. But here on Thursday, we go two hours, combine it with a youth sports fan forum. Welcome, everybody. Two guys and a mic. Back at you here on a beautiful Thursday in the fine city of Chicago. The Big Dog out today. We might hear via the phone lines from the Big Dog, but in studio. By the way, we are webcasting, Mr. Brady Stiff. There's a camera to your left. There is a camera to your right. I believe there's a camera behind you, and somewhere on the ground, there's also ground cam. It moves around. It's a little bit like Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has followed you everywhere, but uh, he uh, co-hosted many shows before we haven't, him for a while. haven't had him in for a while. Brady, great to see you, and uh, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me, Coach. It's the first time since you put on all the cameras and... Uh... All the surveillance yeah. equipment, and <laughs> I don't know what's going to come of it. We are being webcast. Trust me, it wasn't my idea. I mean, I think it's 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 good, but I have to admit the first um, week or two that it was in, it was a little disconcerting, but it, it definitely was not my idea. Well, I mean, some things are, are good, some things are mm-hmm. bad. Hopefully these are uh, are meant for good. Yeah, I mean, basically it's a sign of the times, right? I mean, yeah. Big Brother is watching you pretty much. When we drive now, a good portion yeah. of the streets and streetlights, are, we're being surveillance. Have when you, been, you go to a grocery store or shopping center, very often, if you pick your nose at the wrong time, you will be uh, spotted right. by the powers to be. Have you been caught by one of those red light cameras? I have not personally. Neither have I. I think yeah. I've been lucky, though. So let's hope, let's hope, because more and more intersections are getting these the red light you know, cameras. Mm-hmm. Where they yeah. they catch you, they you see the flash. Yeah, I mean, if you, pretty if you much, creep over the line, even if you're turning right on red, which is perfectly legal, they'll they'll take your picture. I I've been caught. You've you been have. Caught? I've been caught. Yeah, there's a stretch on Fullerton downtown mm-hmm. where you've got Damon and Elston. It's like a, it's almost like triangular, but there are two stoplights within a half block, and. I've talked to many, many people who've got caught in the same situation. You can make it through the one stoplight clean, but then the second one will go yellow, and that's where they'll get you. Mm-hmm. And what you you don't know at the time, right? No. You get no. a little uh, friendly po- is postcard or letter? Uh, you get a letter. Okay. You get a letter, but it's got a picture of your violation. It's like, here, here's the picture. Really? So yeah. they, you know they got you. So yeah. they you give know you, it's is, is it like nicely worded, dear David, hope you're having a nice day. Uh, you have not won a sweepstakes prize, but. You have been caught on camera. What was the tone of the letter from the fine city of Chicago? Uh, it was all business. All what? It was it was all business. Okay. All business. Okay. And how much was the uh, penalty? It was it was like ninety bucks. Wow! Wow! Yeah, it, it wow. was ridiculous. Ninety dollars for creeping over a little white line. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Good for the budget. You know, the city of Chicago is uh, hurting for dollars, so apparently that will help the budget a bit. Oh yeah, well it's one of the things that they do when they put in the red light cameras is they shorten the yellows because mm-hmm. that's where they get you. That's where they get you. Interesting. Yeah. Let that be a lesson for all the uh, young yeah. kids out there and for many of our senior citizen drivers out that's there. That's right. The yeah. orange lights are now the yellow lights are now shorter. shorter. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I didn't know that. Very. Wow. I have not uh, yeah, been that's caught. How they got me. Huh? 
That's it. That's how they got me. Okay. And Purdue, they don't come any straighter than the arrow than our producer, David Olson, That's law right. abiding citizen. We've done a number of background checks because, you know, David comes across as the perfect gentleman, very, uh, you know, solid, uh, very, very conscientious and everything. But it's always those kind of people, Brady, when you read about, you know, the guy who attacks his next door neighbor yeah. <laughs> or, you know, attacks and attacks somebody or, you know, commits some horrible crime and they talk to the neighbors. They talk to the front, they talk to the work associates. Well, he, he seemed like such a nice man. He's quiet, yeah. minds his own business. <laughs> <laughs> He's the last guy I would expect. That's why we immediately we suspected David Olson. I had my people, and particularly Joel's people. And believe me, Joel's got people in the biz. Uh-huh. We did a number of background checks, and damn it, we couldn't find anything on David Olson. <laughs> yeah. Well, you won the other guys. Hand. Me, Uh-oh. you. Uh oh. We will be talking after the show. <laughs> it didn't take long to come up with a couple of things, and believe me, they were more than the rolling red lights. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> you want to explain some stuff now, or we'll would leave you that like... off the air? It, it's in the police report. How about that? <laughs> to pull to pull a line from Tiger Woods. Oh, every time I'm driving, I, yeah, I'm a pretty safe driver. You know, I, I'm getting close to being one of those like old guys that's too slow. <laughs> but my wife constantly, she, my wife is a pretty normal, sane human being, but she's one of those ones when you get in the car. Completely different personality. <laughs> Swearing at other people's, an absolute maniac in the car. It's really weird. A total schizo when she gets in the car, but, <laughs> and she's the worst backseat driver in the world. But she'll constantly, you know, hey, watch out, the cops over here. Or you get a cop, and I'm like, well, a, a cop notification is always welcome. Well, no. See, no. for me, it's not. Why? It's like, I'm not doing anything. She's getting me all worried. I'm not doing anything wrong. Well, it's just nice hey, to know. Hey, be careful that, the cops over there. Okay, well. It's nice to know that you're being watched. We've already covered that part of it. Yeah. Whether a cop is there or not, we're being watched. Yeah. All right. Brady Stiff in the house. Sports talk and more. 888-463, folks. 6748. That's the phone number. We want to get your input during the show. 888-463-6748. We'll talk a lot of baseball today, but there's a, a golf tournament going on, Brady, and I think it's a pretty big one. It is a big one. It is big with the Masters down at Augusta. Uh, t- a, tra- a tradition like no other. That's right. Jim Nance. And should, we, should we do the whole show whispering today? We might. We might want to do that. Every time, <laughs> every time we go to a break in honor of the Masters today, we will whisper the break. <laughs> but uh, you're a, uh, a golf fan of sorts? Uh, of sorts, yeah. I, li- mm-hmm. I like to play. I have, I have a lot of fun playing. Um, I can't watch it on TV, though, unless it's you know Sunday and it's close and mm-hmm. it's a big tournament. Maybe Tiger's in it, maybe not. Maybe Phil's in it. Uh, but otherwise, I can't watch it on TV. It just bores me. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Interesting. It's like some some people can watch baseball, but some people hate baseball because it's so boring. Mm-hmm. I don't hate golf, but it's just way too boring. So that would be the opposite of you. Just to uh, review now, you enjoy playing the game. Yeah. But you don't enjoy watching the game. I'm the opposite. I don't play golf. Uh-huh. Maybe once a summer on a good day, a good summer. But I actually, and I'm not going to sit down and watch, uh, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all right. 18 around. But I enjoy watching golf on TV. I find it a lot more enjoyable to watch good players than to actually uh, be a hacker myself. <laughs> well, I mean, watching the good players is a sight to behold sometimes with yes. some of these shots these guys pull off. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll watch this weekend, you know, t- today, Tiger's return to the course after, you know, his much maligned five months off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what happened to him. Maybe, I don't know. But, uh 
Yeah, it should be interesting. I mean, why something happened to Tiger? I uh, haven't been reading maybe. the papers. A little what bit, little car accident. Ah, okay. Little, uh, little scandal there. Yeah, salacious scandals. Little surveillance cameras on Tiger. Huh? <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. there should have been. Yeah. We would have known about this a lot sooner. Speaking of cameras, apparently, uh, you know, Augusta National, there's like all different traditions and rules and regulations at this place, but they're very strict with the media. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you've been reading about that a little bit. And, again, uh, fans, you're into the golf tournament. We're going to explain a little cash giveaway prize we're going to have today, too, Brady. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm sorry to inform you that any hosts or relatives of the host are not eligible for the cash prizes. Well, I mean, you're not paying me enough anyways, so. (laughs) (laughs) 888-463-6748. You want to talk some golf? The biggest, the grandest of them all starts today. In fact, a tip-off has already started, the Augusta National at, uh, the Masters, rather, at Augusta National. But um, apparently they're, they're making an exception in letting the cameras come in to watch the first drive of Tiger Woods. That's interesting. Because, like it's some big thing? Yeah. And well, it, I mean. What are they, typically they don't allow any cameras first nine that's holes? As, as far as I understand, yeah. I mean, they, they control the media. I think this is the only tournament where the media isn't allowed inside the ropes yes which i'm not exactly sure you know what that exactly means i've never been to a golf tournament never covered one nothing like that so i mean they they control their media access better than anyone Mm -hmm. in any sport um around i think that's why tiger chose to come back at the masters because for his first tournament you know he doesn't have to deal with the TMZ, the national inquirers of the world because they simply aren't going to get credentials they are a bit um Controlling, yeah, Augusta with the media. It got so bad. I think Kim Jong Two from North Korea actually called up the people at Augusta National and wanted some advice on how on how to control people. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a pretty strong statement. Vladimir Putin said me too. But uh, yeah, that, to me, uh, you know, and I don't not an inside golf guy, but uh, they need to loosen up a little bit. Well, here's what I've heard. Take off, take off the uh, the briefs and go boxers maybe for a couple <laughs> maybe, days. The fine maybe folks loosen, at Augusta loosen National. It up. It's only a golf um, tournament, folks. What I've heard is that the security guards down there have uh, a sheet of paper with the mug shots of all of Tiger's mistresses. Yes. And they're <laughs> asking people, yeah. are you her? Yeah. And uh, that's that's a little that's a little nuts. That's a little nuts to that's, me. I believe the word would be paranoia. Yeah, that's that's Over paranoia. That's, that's true. That's that's a little bit of paranoia yeah. right there. So they're but, they're worried that one of the mistresses might show up and become a media circus. Right. Right. Okay. And be a distraction to Tiger mm-hmm. and Pose a, pose a threat, you know, mm-hmm. anybody at any time could jump over the rope and rush someone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in this day and age, you never know what's going to happen. So they have to be as careful as possible, I guess. But uh, <laughs> So if you are a mistress of Tiger Woods, you're out there listening to our program, and uh, we are starting to spread the word via the Internet. Yeah. We are being uh, listened to, the fine folks in Georgia, the Augusta area, if you're a mistress of Tiger Woods. And you are planning on showing up, you might want to go some sort of disguise. Right. Public wear, service wear, to wear all a little wig, little wig, little blonde yeah. wig if you're a brunette or vice versa. Maybe put on a, uh, a suit, not mm-hmm. a not a skimpy dress. Just and, something uh, to cover up the face so the security guards can't recognize yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Maybe a uh, little go, go overboard on the makeup a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get in. You can get past those guys. Maybe Neil, was it Neil Diamond or who was it that sang with Barbara Streisand to all the... Or what was it? To all the girls I've loved before. Who that was, was Willie Nelson and Julio Iglesias. Okay, there you go. Maybe they should do a remake of that. To all the mistresses I've loved before, <laughs> with a little Tiger Woods uh, uh, 
cliche or entourage, <laughs> if you will. He's got a new commercial. Do you see the, I, the commercial? I, I haven't, and I heard it's a little uh, controversial. I, I haven't seen it. I've seen and in the, and on the background while the TV's been on mute. I was out bowling last night with some friends, and they had it sort of on, but we couldn't mm-hmm. hear anything. Um, and I don't think he says anything in the commercial. The, the commercial just... Who's it for? Nike? Nike, yeah. Um, they just kind of have a picture of his face, and I think his dad is is talking. His his late father is there's some recorded speech or statement or something that that plays in the background while while the camera just sort of focuses in on Tiger. See again, it's becoming a theme of the show. I'm uh, quite the opposite of you. Typically, when I'm with my friends, the people I hang around with, I prefer to put them on mute <laughs> and put the TV on. Well, some it's of my just, friends, some of my friends are too too funny to uh, really to put on mute. Uh, you don't right. you don't want to miss what some of these guys I, say. I got to start hanging around with your friends because guaranteed they're <laughs> a lot more entertaining than my friends. Yeah. yeah, we always recommend on our old radio show. We used to say, uh, "Turn down the sound on your family." Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm very good at selective hearing. You are. I'm very good at okay. selective hearing. So I, I I've I've practiced over my twenty two almost twenty three years now. Mm-hmm. Of, of selective hearing. 23 years? 23 on Saturday. Is my 23 birthday. in the business or 23 period? I would love to have 23 years in the business. You are 23 <laughs> years old. Yeah, just about. Ladies and gentlemen, we truly have the young and the restless today, and we can figure <laughs> out which one's young. Brady Stiff in the house. Now, last time we had you here, Brady, and again, our phone number if you want to check in, 888-463-6748. Don't let me forget, we're going to do a cash giveaway for the Masters Tournament today, but... Last time we had you in uh, was a while ago, and I believe, if memory serves me correct, you did have a female in your life, not married, but you were happily uh, connected, shall we say, much to the disappointment of many of our other female listeners. <laughs> Has your status changed at all? No, she's still there. She's still hanging around for some reason. I don't know why, but she's still hanging around. It's not for my money. I know mm-hmm. that. No. I'm not making any. <laughs> 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 more, so more disappointed female listeners. I guess. It must be my looks that people can finally see Apparently. now. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. All right. Well, this has been going on for a while now. Are yeah. We, uh, yeah. A couple of years. If there's any announcements to be had, what's the uh, young lady's name? Katie. Katie? Yes. All right, Katie, if you're out there, I you know, don't take this personally, but if there's any announcements to be had, I would prefer if we could announce it over... It'd be good for our ratings here. Oh, I, I would love to break the news on the yeah, show. I think it'd be nice. <laughs> it might be a while. Huh? But... Uh, well, we can wait. Yeah. 11.30 today. We're on until 12. <laughs> I'm thinking like a couple of years down the road here, Coach. <laughs> 888-463-6748. I, I said before, too, anybody that marries Brady Stiff, if they get married to you, you know it's not gonna it's it's going to be true love. Right. Because any young lady that would take on the last name Mrs. Stiff. Right. And she has to be in love with you. So you're you're in pretty good shape there. Yeah. And my yeah. see, my dad has six brothers. And all of them are married. And so, no sisters? And, no sisters. Wow. So at, at least... It's a lot of stiffs. At least seven, eight women, because my grandma too, at least mm-hmm. eight women have been courageous enough to take on the last name Stiff. <laughs> Great story. <laughs> Compelling and rich. If you are, I would like to talk to a Mrs. Stiff out there. So you're telling me there's eight Mrs. Stiffs? There's seven. My grandma's seven. passed away, but there's seven of them. Yeah. All right. What if any of the seven Mrs. Stiffs are out there? Please give us a call. You know, I've done this thing for eight or nine years on a radio show, and now just starting this, and I've never had a call from a Mrs. Stiff. I would enjoy that. 888-463-6748. No impersonators, please. The real thing. Uh, real quick, before we take a break, Brady, let's go out to the phone lines, checking in on line number 19. He goes by the moniker Johnny Parr. Johnny Parr, I'm going to take a wild guess and say you're here to talk some Masters golf. How are you, Johnny P? 
Uh, I'm doing absolutely fantastic. I was going to, you know, talk some Masters, but hearing the stories from Brady, i got to be quite honest with you. If you break the news that you're <laughs> going to like, get married on this particular show, <laughs> the thing that's going to be broke is your nose when you get home. I mean, the woman's going to have to deal with enough that her last Aww. name's going to be stiff. Don't break the news on, on these on. airwaves. Johnny Parr, where's your sense of humor? <laughs> Johnny, I, I owe it to Coach to uh, to break the news on the show. i got to boost the ratings somehow. Well, uh, I mean, maybe you can help him with his game when he walks out of the studio or something like that. You don't have to help him that way, Brady. Come on. Oh, goodness. Johnny Parr, we're all excited. Uh, baseball has started, but the Masters Golf Tournament, even for the fans that aren't, uh, you know, big-time golfers, there is something special about this tournament, especially if we hit Sunday and there's, you know, three, four, five golfers in the hunt, back nine at some of the best. I think, as a non-golfer, I still think it's some of the best sports entertainment you can get yeah absolutely and this is kind of like the daytona 500 the, like the masters there's like the olympics like stuff that you don't normally watch and i know there's a lot of golf fans out there but there's also a lot of not race car fans who watch the daytona 500 there's a lot of people that don't like golf who will watch it on sunday so that's kind of like the event like golf's major event that people who don't really care about golf will watch it and uh you know i, I kind of care about golf just because i'm a sports fan but I, I, for some reason this year, all of a sudden, I'm the biggest Tiger Woods fan, and it's going to continue just because of the fact that mm. Billy Payne coming out yesterday. Did you see that moronic statement that the the guy who leads up the Masters made? He disappointed all of us. I think well, we could. All gone. of us would include me, and I could care less what he does in his personal life. He's never had sex with my mom or anybody that I know. So as far as I'm concerned, he's never done anything to me. So yeah. Billy Payne, shut up. Yeah, I think we could have gone without that statement. From the guy. I mean, come on. We we've had two press conferences now with Tiger. One where he took questions. One where he didn't. He said what he needed to say. Now let's see him get on the golf course, swing the club, and see if he still got it. Because it's his first tournament since what November, October, maybe yeah, even before that. Forty-four days. Right. That's 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 five months since the last time he had a competitive swing. So that's, Apparently in the uh, practice rounds, Johnny Parr, and you know, practice spring training, we get guys that hit five hundred in spring training, and then they. Can't hit the ball come regular season, but apparently in the practice rounds, uh, Tiger was struggling to say the least. I don't know well, if that's, that'll carry over to the actual match, but he has not looked good on his Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday practice rounds. But you know what he's looked good at? He actually looks like he, there's no pressure on him. When he spoke the other day and took questions on Monday, I, I watched it after, like on Tuesday, because I wanted to watch baseball on Monday. But mm -hmm. he actually seemed like he was relaxed and at ease. And he said for the first time he's swinging without any pain because his Achilles is healed and mm -hmm. his, his knee feels better than it has in years. He's going to play absolutely phenomenal this season. I don't know how quick it's going to be. Hopefully he plays well and is at least in contention. But it, this is going to be end up being a, a great year, fellas. Well, I'd be interested to see you know when the lights come on, when the crowds are there how he's going to play because, I mean, he's notoriously a slow starter. I think I was, was listening to the radio on the way in, and he's never broken 70 in the first round. I mean, Isn't that amazing? He's won it four times, hasn't he, Brady? At least four, four times? Four or five, yeah. He's, and, and the guy has four, never yeah. broken And somebody usually comes out flying on the first day, and, and Tiger's never done it. He's usually not even in the top ten normally uh, after Thursday. So. It's kind of odd, too, because you mentioned that he's not great at starting, but also the stat. I think I'm correct in saying that he's never come from behind in one. So it usually means what we're saying then is days two and three. He really comes to the forefront because right. his final day 
when he hasn't been doing well, he's never come from behind. Is that correct? And won a I major so, tournament. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, didn't it end last year? Wasn't his wasn't his major win last year the first and only time he's ever done it? Or he didn't. He didn't win a major zero? last year. He didn't win a major last oh, okay, year. Okay, okay. But um, I think he. I think he did break the streak of at least tournaments okay. that he came to. The, I okay. think he. He's only won one tournament on the last day mm-hmm. of his whole career, and this guy's the greatest golfer you know in the last twenty years. It, mm-hmm. That does say a lot for his second and third days, coach. All right. Well, it'll be fun to watch. Uh, Tiger, just one of the many, many stories. Let's not get lost just in the Tiger thing. The Masters is about the greatest golfers in the world all battling the pressure, going for that uh, green jacket. Again, I've said this before on radio shows and, you know, first time here in the talk zone that we've done the Masters. Brady, I don't even care who wins. What I want to see is on Sunday, I want to see four, five, six, I want to see it close right. on the back nine. And CBS is praying for the yeah. fact that Tiger makes the cut. Because, I mean, if he doesn't make the cut, who watches? Well, see, that, that not, if, I'm not even sure you're right. You might be. But you know, uh, Johnny, right, Johnny right Parr, right, you're, that, but that kind of talk bothers me. I take that as a middle-range golf fan, Johnny Parr. I take comments like Brady's, and he's representing a lot of folks out there. I take that as an insult. Well, I hate to tell you, but that is just American or world society. They like watch car crashes. They like blood. They like violence. And and to be quite honest with you, they don't want to, they don't care about Angel Cabrera's and all those other people. No offense to any of those people, coach. Well, We're diehard sports fans. We'll watch it on Sunday if it's close, no matter who's in it. I th- but there's I a think... lot of people. They need the marquee name, and if they don't have it, they'll go play God of War on on Sunday <laughs> instead of watching a, a golf. Modern play. Modern Warfare is what I'll be playing. Um, <laughs> I think I think golf doesn't necessarily have to have you know ultimatum. Have to have Tiger. In the hunt on Sunday, you could have Phil, you could have Ernie Els, guys who people know and guys who people can relate with. Mm-hmm. You can't have no names well, in see, the final I, group on Sunday. I would argue that you can, and maybe again, maybe you're right, but in theory, you should be wrong. And I would also argue people gave it a chance instead of turning it off. In theory, because I agree. It's, it's some of the best human drama that you can watch when it comes, even if it's four or five no names. If you're a sports fan. You're drawn to sports because of the the drama of it, because of the tension, the excitement, the great plays, the bad play, and to watch the greatest golfers in the world come down to those final five, six, seven, eight holes, and we've seen it time and time again. It doesn't have to be a big name; it could be a no name who's leading, and they completely fall apart. Or some guy makes a charge. It is to me everything we love about sports wrapped up in that hour and a half of the back nine. Think about it doesn't have to be Tiger Woods playing. Think about the 2008 U.S. Open. Okay. I'm trying not to. It comes down to an 18-hole playoff on Monday between Tiger Woods and Rocco Media. I hate those, by the way. Nobody watches if Tiger's not in it. I mean, besides the fact that it's 18 holes and it takes four or five hours to play anyways, and most people were at work uh, that Monday, Mm -hmm. not many people are watching, and nobody's watching if Tiger's not in it, especially with... You know, it's Tiger versus Rocco, good guy versus, you know, super intense guy with the injury and all that. I mean, there's plenty of drama, and it was it was great TV, but if it's Rocco Mediate versus me, yeah. nobody's watching. Well, I would if <laughs> I'm not going to watch 18 holes. Right. But you get down to the final three holes, and I'll watch you and Rocky if yeah. it's well, for the, the Augusta. Thing, the, the thing is, is, like, America does love Cinderella because Duke Butler was one of the highest-rated games ever in the history of college basketball. It was the yep. highest rated so, since 99, I think? At least, yeah, since the, the Duke-Connecticut game, uh, Rip Hamilton versus Elton Brand or whatever, whoever was on that team. 
but they, the, the key to that is we had two weeks of everybody building up Butler, and it kept happening. And, oh, and then all of a sudden, six days of Butler's in the Final Four, Butler's in the Final Four. The next you know, you get to know these guys a little bit. In a, in a golf tournament, you can't tell anybody's story. You can't build any of these guys up. So the, like, the average fan, if they're, they don't know these people, I hate to tell you, Coach, they look away. I disagree. And, and they're missing out, but they're, they're going to look away. I think a golf telecast is the perfect forum to build up a story because you have so much time, you know, to do that. You have so much time in in between shots, you know, whereas basketball, you know, you're going back and forth for 40 minutes. But golf, mm-hmm. you've got time in between shots. You've got six-hour telecasts where after, you know, on Saturday when there's 50 golfers in, you've got more time to focus on the leaders and their story. Well, hey, John- might need to do that because I'm afraid Tiger might have a – have one of those pluses with a double digit next to his name uh, coming on tomorrow. Hopefully not, but that might be happening on Friday. So we'll Johnny see. Parr, just remember, good, bad, or indifferent, it is a tradition like none other. And all I know is the reason why I'm such a fan of the Masters is they have dollar fifty beers. And I'm not kidding, <laughs> fellas. That is true. Sisters, you can go buy a hat for ten dollars there. You can buy a sweatshirt for fifteen. Now the hundred dollar ticket is one thing, but a dollar fifty beers. My hat off to those people at Augusta. That's it, pretty cool. It is those. surprising, as tight and as wrapped up and as uh, almost childlike as some of the security is and some of the administration of the Masters. When it comes to the stuff that they sell in the concessions, they go blue collar. Very nice. Yeah. By the way, before we let you go, Johnny Parr, uh, emailer Cinemax Cindy wants to know if you go dog leg left. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, I, I hate to tell you, Coach, but no, I don't hook. I'm more of a pusher. So, yes, I, I got the fade. So I, I'm not the dog that left. I'm more of the uh, – I'm more of the, I don't know what it says when you go to the right, but, man, I open All up right, pretty thank bad. Thank you so. very much. Johnny Parr, great to talk to you. Hey, hey, you want to make a prediction? If it's not Tiger, give me a – Give me a. Uh, who's going to win the Masters? We're going to do a quick cash giveaway real quick before we uh, go to a break. And the way this works, Brady, is our callers, our emailers can pick a golfer, any golfer, we then go over to David Olson and his manual computer, which will set the odds for us. Okay. Okay. It takes about six seconds for the manual computer to uh, to dig in. And then if that person wins, let's just say, for instance, you pick a KJ Choi. Uh-huh. The odds might be 8-1 to one if you bet. And you win, we will send you uh, $8. Okay. Okay? All right. Little ca- the longer the shot, the more money you get. Uh, Johnny Parr, before we let you go, who is your pick to win this year's well- Masters? I, I am going to pick Jeff Ogilvy, but it's funny you said KJ Choi because at the local massage parlor over there, if he wins, they give away free happy endings. <laughs> a lot of people rooting for KJ Choi in that case. Oh, Absolutely, goodness. Jeff Ogilvy is going to win. Jeff Ogilvy, we got you at uh, seventeen to one, so we will send you seventeen bucks courtesy of your friends at Two Guys in a Mic and Mr. Ogilvy. It's a good choice, by the way. He's a solid contender. Can you can you hand deliver it? I live at 105 West Lower Wacker. <laughs> All right. Johnny Parr, thanks for calling. Behave yourself out there, will you, please? There it is. He dropped off. How about that? Put him on the hold. Johnny Parr checking in. You can, too. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, Johnny drops off and leaves eight other lines open. Not bad. Not good, either. 888 <laughs> you got to whisper. you got to whisper. 6748. Thank you very much. We are going to go to a break. In honor of the Masters, we're whispering to our producer, David Olson, a man who's heard whispers many, many times. Back in him.
Back to Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. And we are back on the Two Guys and a Mic show, talking Masters first half hour of the show. We are expecting a uh, phone call from a uh, young man who's organizing a high school all-star basketball game. Sean Napito going to check in in a little bit. Brady's stiff in the house. we got a lot of baseball to talk about, uh, Brady. And I don't know, uh, again, it's been a while since we've done the show here. Our show, of course, emanating out of the city of Chicago. Cubs, White Sox, um, which side of the town do you fall on? I forgot. I'm a North Sider. North Sider. So okay. very uh, apprehensive, I guess is a good word, about the uh, the first two games of the season. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's 160 games left, so plenty of time. <laughs> But uh, it, is, it, like is, a true Cubs it, it is the Cubs that we're talking about here. So uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, the bullpen has looked terrible, aside from Sean Marshall and this Russell kid. Um, I mean, Grabo last night. I mean, can you serve up any more of a meatball to Chipper Jones? Mm-hmm. I mean, the greatest switch hitter of all time, probably. And that's, that wasn't good. Threw him a changeup. The only problem was the changeup was right over the middle of the plate. On, on, three, so on three and one, too. On the positive side, the Cubs, uh, in just two games, have shown the rare ability to lose in a variety of ways. That's right. Right? Yeah. If you're looking for style point, we get killed in game one, relatively painless in the 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth inning. The game was over. Right. And then you come back after a day off, and in a hard-fought game, they had a 2-1 to one lead going into the 8th. 8th inning, yeah. And you give up a dramatic two-run homer, about a tougher loss as you can get. So we've shown the ability to lose Brady. In right. a number of ways early right. in the season. And that's what you like to see from the Cubs. <laughs> I mean, what what year was it that they started 0-14? Oh, was it like bro. 98 or something like that? Please. Uh, oh, if they, if they yeah. go 0-14, oh, I mm-hmm. legitimately think Pinella could be on the hot seat there. Well, you know, and I said, again, you want to talk some baseball here on the TalkZone.com. Two guys at a mic. Uh, and we talk a little Cubs and Sox here out of the city of Chicago, whatever Fine City, you are uh, checking in from your favorite baseball team. You want to talk about their early season struggles or early success after all of two games, or as Brady said, don't forget, there's still 160 left. 160 left. Uh, 888-463-6748, the phone number. But, um, you know, I said objective. We look at the Cubs. Objective. I felt people were even predicting him too high. Second place in the National League Central. I, you know, I figured 78, 80 wins. There clearly is a scenario where if it clicks, a lot of ifs, but if all the ifs click, there's a scenario where they could have a great year, no question about right. it. There also is, and even more likely, and I'm saying this is a cup, there's definitely a scenario where they could be really, really bad. And we've seen it the first couple games. I mean, Zambrano was terrible on opening day. I mean, the guy left his sinker up out over the plate. He wasn't throwing hard. Um, Airmailed a ball over third base that allowed a run to score. Served up a couple of home run balls. Outside of that, though, he did pretty well. In what? Not throwing his glove all <laughs> over the kidding. place? There's no Gatorade cooler in the dugout to, to I beat I made up the anymore. comment yesterday. Pitches a couple more like that. People are going to tell him, put 40 pounds back on again, start <laughs> yeah. eating, yeah. and start throwing your glove around. Yeah. Oh, uh, I suppose it's a good thing that he didn't. You know, let his emotions take over because that's one of the things he said he was going to work on. And I can appreciate that uh, because he's let his emotions show. And it's obviously garnered a lot of criticism and maybe hurt him, maybe not, you know, on the mound. But uh, I was happy to see that he controlled his emotions. If he goes nuts in the clubhouse and nobody sees it, fine. That's the competitive spirit in the guy. 
but the fact that he didn't, at least on the field, is encouraging. I think he's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Once he you know, brings up his velocity and starts throwing the ball over the plate, the guy has got great stuff when he's on. Mm-hmm. He's nearly unhittable. All right. Baseball so. expert Brady Stiff in the house with us today. Real quick, we're going to go to the uh, phone lines. Again, phone number here, 888 You can also email us here at mike 2 Guys at AOL.com, M-I-C and the number two, Mike, two guys, AOL.com. Brady on the line with us is a uh, young man who's uh, coordinating a high school all-star basketball game tomorrow here in the city of Chicago. An entrepreneur put this thing together with another friend of his. Let's welcome to the uh, Two Guys at a Mike show. First time coming on, Sean Napatel checking in. Sean, how are you? I'm doing fine, John. Thanks a lot for uh, inviting me. It's a real, it's a real honor to be here. Just to, well, that's the first time in our four months that anybody's <laughs> ever said it's a real honor. Thank you, Dave. Cart that up and play that over again. I haven't heard that in a while. Make that a bump. By the way, just in back. case uh, mom or dad Napatawa is listening, let's make sure we get the last name correct. Did I pronounce it correctly? Pretty close. It's Napatal. Napatal. See, in yeah. case you know, in case mom or dad, grandpa could be listening. I want to make sure we get it right. All right, uh, Brady, are you a uh, hoops fan? Oh, big hoops fan, yeah. You oh, referee, yeah. don't you? I do referee, yeah. Uh, just finished first season in the IHSA. Okay. And uh, actually got an email from one of my assigners yesterday with a All bunch right. of games for next season. So there you go, Sean. Uh, I know you watch. Get back out there. You watch a lot of high school games. We got our IHSA referee in the house. Now is your time to complain, fire on the referees. Any issues you want to bring up? Brady Stiff is right here for you. Any problems you see with the officiating? You know what? I'll say this. I'll be honest with you. I have a lot of respect for um, for uh, no. I'm being serious. I'm not doing this to to say to blow smoke. But I have a lot of respect for guys that ref high school games. You know, I think I think the high school game actually needs more quality refs. And so anyone that takes the time to go out there, get licensed, and and work some get, games is great. You know, because as you see, the average age of the refs are getting a little older, and we need some young guys to step up and uh, to officiate these games. Well, I'll tell you what, it doesn't take a whole lot to become licensed. I don't know if you've ever gone through it with a, a, a different sport, Sean, but, I mean, you just have to take a test, and it's an open book test. And, I mean, there's a lot of intricacies in this test. It's a true or false test, and those can be And you can take it over tricky. and over, too. No, you get it once. Really? Well, I suppose if you if you don't get the required uh, score, you can take it again, but that just sort of delays the process. Um, it is an open book test, you know, and uh, I mean, I am familiar with the testing process. They send you like a little scantron sheet that you right. have to fill in, you know, and, but I mean, we really need, we really need guys that, that rough games. Cause I mean, there's guys right now that are working like four, you know, especially during the Christmas tour, they're working four games, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. back to back to back to back. And, uh, and you know, I mean, for anyone that's listening, it's really easy to, to get into as an IHSA.org. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Yes. There's a, uh, you go to IHSA.org, and then somewhere on the site it says become an official or official center. You'll see the word official. Click mm-hmm. on that, and then it'll say become an official, and then it'll tell you what you need to do. Not a bad way, by the way, of um, making money. No. A lot of people looking for employment now. The hours can be somewhat flexible. If you enjoy the game, you can actually, uh, and not just the IHSA games, you work in the summertime. You do three, uh, four yet, games, but yeah. back to back, you can uh, make a good chunk of change. And I'll, t- I'll tell you what. This is where being unemployed sort of worked in my advantage. Um, they use sort of uh, an internet software to assign the games, and sometimes uh, a game will come up on the site where you can go in and say, "I can do that game. I'll do it." And so, if you happen to be on the internet, I happen at the to be right on time. the internet at the right okay. time, then 
and I was a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of times this All winter. Right. Any so. high school basketball players, parents listening to the show, you got any complaints on officiating? Brady Stiff is right here for you. That's why we pay him the big bucks. Sean Napatow on the line with us. Sean, talk about uh, uh, high school basketball all-star game tomorrow in the city of Chicago. I know a lot of these guys are going to be playing college ball uh, in the very near future. But uh, talk about the game. Where can people go see it, and how did it come about? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, the game actually this year is going to be uh, tomorrow night, Friday evening, at the Gentile Center um, on the campus of Loyola University. Um, we have uh, we have our inaugural Illinois Cook County Challenge. That's the first uh, time we're doing it. It's featuring a lot of unsigned players, uh, D2, D3, NAI level, even some low D1 kids in that game as well. Uh, so, you know, we're expecting a good amount of college coaches to show up mm-hmm. uh, to watch these kids. Um, you know, that's at 5. The doors open at 4.30. Uh, let me just plug our website really quick before I keep going on. It's uh, www.chicagohighschoolclassic.com. You can find the info there as well. You can buy uh, tickets at the door. It's uh, $10 to get in, $8 if you're a high school student showing mm-hmm. ID and kids under 5 are free. So it's called the Chicago High School Classic, but the the first game is what's the name of the first game? The first game is the Illinois Cook County Challenge, okay. and um, and actually uh, we had both teams practice last night. And you know, going in before practice, I really was wondering how this practice was going to be and what this game was like, especially since it's in the inaugural event. But I got to tell you right now, that Cook County team, uh, <laughs> watching their practice, they're going to be a very exciting team to watch. Uh, Demarco Nash just looked great at practice yesterday. I mean, everyone did, you know, but the guy that stood out was DeMarco. Uh, Marcus Lewis, he's going to be fun. He's also in our slam dunk contest. This guy can get up there. He's the kid from uh, Warren High School, right? Uh, he's from Streamwood. From where? Uh, Streamwood. Okay. There is a and, Marcus um, Lewis at Warren also. Okay. And we also have, uh, yeah, and then, you know, DJ Bett looked great as well. But all these guys look pretty good. A lot of fun to watch. And then after that, um, and they're coached by Tom Sloan. Mm-hmm. After that, Team Illinois went to practice. Uh, Chaz Taft from South was coaching them, and they were um, they were running some drills and stuff. They were working really hard. I mean, I'll say this right now. Both te- uh, both coaches were telling their teams that they want to play an up-tempo style of defense or of offense. But even though it's an all-star game, they want to play some defense, you know, play <laughs> some. Well, this being is, the this could be a little bit different than the uh, the classic, which I'll speak about in a second, because a lot of these kids are unsigned and they're playing for something here. Yep. You know, uh, they still want to they still want to have fun. They still want to play an up-tempo game where they're going to push the ball. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, you know, Coach Sloan made a comment to his team, "Hey, I want to score 150 points." You know, I know, I know, we got up around. But 149 last year. I know it's possible to get in that range. I don't know if they'll quite get that high, but you know, I still expect a very exciting game. Uh, look, you know, when I was uh, when I, when Kevin and I were planning this, we were really wondering what this uh, what this game's going to be. But we had a great practice last night, uh, and then you know, following that game, we got the slam dunk contest and three point shootout, and that's going to be a great event as well. We got eight amazing dunkers. You know, I already mentioned uh, Marcus Lewis and, D- and DJ Bennett, but, you know, Anthony Johnson's going to be in that dunk contest as well. Uh, Vincent Gare from Marshall. Uh, we got a great roster of three-point shooters as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is going to be, that's going to be a lot of fun. Then following that at 7.30, we have uh, our classic, our all-star game. And, 
you know this you know this is a game that started in 2007 and has already featured over 60 Division One players, and we're bringing another 20 Division One signed players already for for this year's game. So um, Tuesday, uh, the North team practiced um, up at Glenbrook North, and Dave, uh, Dave Weber's the head coach for that team. And I tell you, that practice was a very fun practice to be at. You know, they all knew each other very well. They meshed well. And they just built a camaraderie, and they're really looking forward to um, to Friday. They started, you know, after practice, they got on their phone, started calling and texting some of the guys in the South and talking some trash. <laughs> um, it's, know, fun, South- it's fun, too, for guys that have competed against each other to um, get to play on the same team. Oh, yeah. You know, they're really looking forward. Uh-huh. I mean, even though they're on different teams, especially in the classic, they know each other very well. They played right. with each other, against each other in AAU. Mm-hmm. They know about each other. I mean, I was talking to some of the kids. They were telling me some of the stories about in years past and on the summers. So, I mean, they're looking forward to seeing each other a lot. And, mm-hmm. you know, we got the South team practice tonight, and I'm really, I'm really looking forward to that one as well. And uh, mm-hmm. I think these practices are a great addition to the game, which, makes it enjoyable for the fans. I, I didn't because, know that was allowed, Brady. They actually practice for an All-Star game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought that was against some kind of regulation. What happens in no, the Pro Bowl? No, it's perfectly allowed. I'm kidding, of course, Sean. I'm kidding. <laughs> Sean, yeah, but, I, I got a question for you because you yeah. mentioned, is it the the uh, uh, Cook County, Illinois Classic that's for the, the unsigned kids? Uh, it's the uh, Illinois Cook County uh, and it's, Challenge. It's, it's right. geared a little bit more to the D2, D3, maybe low Division One. So the first yeah. game is which, for those kids looking to play maybe the D2, D3 level. Which I think is interesting because you don't hear a lot about these games. I mean, sh- do you know of, of more games like this, Sean, or are you sort of, you know, breaking into that, that field? I Well, I think there's a lot of showcase leagues that happen, and there's a lot of showcase events. I think I really believe this might be the first uh, all-star game in the area that's actually intended for this purpose. There may be some all-star games that are put in uh, with the same caliber of player, but that wasn't necessarily their initial goal. Mm-hmm. You know, that was just the players that they came up with. But one of the reasons why Kevin, and I don't know if I talked about him and introduced him already, but Kevin Devitt, he's the guy that actually started this whole thing back in 2007. One of the things that we talked about uh, in the fall when we were planning this game is, you know, we noticed in 2009 there were a lot of D2 and junior college coaches and D3 coaches in the arena, and you know, just like in 2007. But it's really reached the point, though, that the caliber of the players playing in the classic, you know, are you know, really high and mid-level D1 players. So, you know, we want to give these college coaches a reason to keep coming to our event, mm-hmm. and we still wanted this event to be obtainable to anyone that plays basketball instead of becoming this really high event that you know you had to be, you know so-and-so to play in it. So mm-hmm. we, want, we wanted to do a service to these college coaches, and we were able to plan this event together, and that's why we're doing it. So, Beautiful. Anybody's know, got a to... uh, question for Sean? Any high school basketball college hoops fans out there? you got a question for Sean? Phone lines are open at 888-463-6748. Maybe you're tuning into the two guys at a mic show for the first time. Uh, we are user-friendly. Dial it up, 888-463-6748. You can also email us at Mike2Guys, M-I-C in the number two, Mike2Guys at AOL.com. So, Sean, the uh, game is at Loyola University, the Genteel Center, and 
Don't make the mistake I did the first time I was announcing a game there and call it the the Gentile Center. <laughs> it was a big oopsie. Uh, the home of Loyola University. By the way, Loyola University uh, could use a few of those players, to put it as mildly as I can. Well, you know what? They actually got uh, one of them. John Gax is playing on the South team. He's going to be okay. going to uh, Loyola next year. Mm-hmm. And It's funny that this game is at Loyola because, you know, when the game started in 2007, you could talk about the different highlights from that game, but the one that stood out to me was Jeff McCammon winning the uh, winning the dunk contest, mm-hmm. and I think that's really been the standard of of the game as we kind of tried to build it. And uh, you know, now here it is. You know, the reason why we were able to catapult ourselves to the level that we're at is because of Jeff McCammon, who's a starter for uh, for yep. the. For uh, Loyola, and uh, we're going out there and playing in that gym. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to that. You know, I think this game's coming full circle because of that. Beautiful. Gates open 4:30 tomorrow. The hoop season had ended, but if you need a little basketball fix, you can watch some of the best Chicago area players. 4:30, the gates open. Five o'clock is game one. The feature game will start closer to 7:30. In between, you got the three-point contest, slam dunk contest. And uh, there'll be good people watching, too, as Sean just mentioned. You'll get a chance to uh, maybe uh, see some of the college coaches out there and watch some other fans. If you've got an open Friday night, a great event. The website, uh, one more time, Sean, people can check out. It is uh, ChicagoHighSchoolClassic.com. Where did you come up with that name? Uh, you know, again, that's, uh, I, wish I, had, I wish I had a great story for that one. You know, Kevin just kind of thought about it yeah. and said, hey, we're going to call it this game, and we just yeah. went with it and moved forward. Beautiful. I'll see you down there. I'll be down there. And if you need an official, Brady, I'm assuming you'll I've step in. I've got my in. stripes. You'll probably be the whistle. first guy to follow out somebody in All-Star <laughs> game. Just for the sake of doing it, wouldn't you? I'll make it about me. How about that? <laughs> you know, Beautiful. i got a lot of guys trying to do that already. You know, <laughs> they won't change anything at all. Hey, Sean, great work putting the thing together. We appreciate your taking some time out. And uh, before you leave, we're doing a little Masters Golf Tournament Picking uh, if your guy wins, we send you a cash prize. Jeff Ogilvie is taken. Anybody out there you want to uh, pick to win the Masters? And don't say Tiger Woods. You know, I was thinking about Anthony Kim. I like okay. I like what he was doing coming into this. I thought he had a great week a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago and last week. Ernie Els is hot as well, but I don't know. I'm just going to go with a something else. I favor and go with okay. DJ thing. Probably not going to win it, but I'd like to see him win. Looking at our manual computer board, our producer David Olson uh, with the manual Compute takes about six seconds. The odds are up. It's uh, 18 to 1. So we're going to do it times four. Okay. okay. So, so uh, if uh, Anthony Kim wins, uh, Sean Napito gets $72, mm-hmm. which I'm sure he'll donate to some charitable fund. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be, uh, <laughs> or he can put it back into the basketball tournament. I'd like to, like to recognize, you know. And actually, before uh, you let me go, I forgot to mention that this year, the charity that we're working with for this All-Star game, we're doing a raffle. All proceeds go to uh, Project Brotherhood, uh, which is a clinic down in the south side. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a table as well, so if you come to the game, you could go stop, talk to them, uh, you know, learn about their uh, about their mission. And um, you know, one of the guys that's part of uh, part of that um, that charity, Perrin Green. I've known him for a few years now, and I really think he does some good work there. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm glad that you mentioned that. All right, excellent. So you get some good hoops, and uh, you can contribute to a good cause as well. Beautiful. Sean, thank you so much. We'll see you out there tomorrow. Hopefully we'll get a bunch of fans to uh, come tomorrow night down at Loyola University. All right, thanks a lot for inviting me. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. All right, thanks, Sean. Chad Napito putting together the Chicago High School Classic along with his buddy Kevin Devitt. They put a lot of work into it, Brady Stiff, and uh, 
I don't know about you, but the hoop, high school hoop season has ended. I can always use an extra fix. Oh, absolutely. And I, I remember uh, doing the game a couple of years ago watching uh, Chris Robolewski, starting point guard for Cornell, played in the game. Johnny Morant, mm-hmm. the guy who held onto the ball for Northern Iowa, yeah. that was pictured so many times to win the game. Their starting point guard played in the game. Lewis Jackson from Purdue. Verdell Jones, the uh, All-Big Ten kid out of Indiana. Yep. And I'm missing Miami a ton Mater. more. So These are kids that will be uh, you'll be hearing about in college uh, in the not-too-distant. Yeah. All right, quick break. Uh, our producer, David Olson, a man who played basketball at the highest level, except junior high, high school, college, or pro. Our <laughs> producer today, we're taking a quick break. Back in a minute, TalkZone.com. Two guys, one mic. On two guys and a mic, call 888-GO-FOR-IT. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. Brady's sip in the house so with the coach today. Brady, normally we go one hour today in honor of the opening of the baseball season and the Masters. We are going to extend a second hour into our youth sports fan forum show as well. But two hours today, so stick with us right up until 12 o'clock Central Time imagine the fun and games we can have in hour number two. Did you see? I'm sure everybody out there saw me struggling with my headphones. Yeah, yeah. you almost strangled yourself. I know. That was not good. Yeah. Not, almost, that's, that's embarrassing. When you were you know, changing. I got I to do better than that. <laughs> that's the problem with webcasts. So you can't get <laughs> away know. with anything. I know. Yeah. I, I, I had to wear a nice shirt. You know, mm-hmm. I had to look nice for the people out there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't shave, though. Uh, neither did I. Yeah. But I, I hope you can't see that on the... Well, you got that natural baby face working for <laughs> yeah. you. No doubt about it. If you're just joining us, Brady Stiff helping us out today, co-hosting the uh, program, IHSA Referee. You also have a couple of uh, sports blogs, do you not, that you write? Yeah, just, uh, well, it's the nbr.wordpress.com. Uh, Neil Malone and myself, you met Neil many times. Not only did I meet Neil, uh, tomorrow I've been informed by producer David Olson that Neil no stones Malone's. <laughs> We'll be co-hosting the show. There you go. So, so Neil will be, be here be tomorrow. tomorrow. Pl- plenty of time to uh, promote our new blog, the uh, the NBR, the Neil and Brady Report, uh, the nbr.wordpress.com. Check it out. We do blogs. We do podcasts, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. And then uh, we've sort of uh, joined forces with 312sports.com, uh, a great site for all Chicago sports news all the time, um, anything that that we write about Chicago sports also goes up on that site. So uh, check those two sites out, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. And mm-hmm. uh, Neil, I'm sure, will get uh, get some more pub tomorrow on the show. Looking forward to having him back in studio as our rotating co-host here while the big dog is out. 
Neil, no stones. Malone's, we're looking forward to that. We were talking uh, real quick before we wrap up on hour number two. We got to take a break between the the two. David Olson, our producer, giving me the head shake. I believe that's what he was giving me. I hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> um, we're talking a little baseball, Brady. You mentioned your Cubs fan, uh, White Sox secondarily. We're two games into the season. You certainly don't want to paint anything too dramatic, but uh, uh, any. Interesting things, indications you see, not only from Chicago teams, but just overall. Again, it's a little bit early, but uh, two games into it. It's early, but uh, some teams have played three games. The Giants are 3-0, and and they've looked fantastic. Uh, Lincecum, obviously, I mean, he's you know a candidate already for another Cy Young. Uh, Barry Zito threw the ball very well. Uh, and then yesterday they, they roughed up the Astros. I think 10-4 to was the final. Um, that's going to be the NL West. Uh, the last few years has been sort of that division that everybody laughs at where, you know, the the division winner might finish under 500, but that's not going to be the case this year, I don't think. you got two or three teams that could legitimately win that division mm-hmm. and could win 90 to 95 games. Yeah, our co-host uh, yesterday saying that he thought the National League Central was going to be the toughest division, and I thought, boy, that National League yeah. West. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody, you know, Colorado good, the Dodgers good, I think San Francisco. Everybody was saying they're sort of like... The Giants a little bit similar to the White Sox in that they've got the great starting pitching, but a lot of people don't think the rest of their lineup in the bullpen uh, is good enough to go. Well, well, they've looked pretty good so far, as you mentioned, three the back consecutive end, victories. The back end of their bullpen, Brian Wilson, that's a, he's a fantastic closer, Brian Wilson. I've got him on my fantasy team, so I'm a little biased, but uh, uh, he's going to be able to shut down teams in the ninth inning. And if you have a good closer and a good starting rotation – the question obviously remains is how do you get the ball from the starter to the closer? Mm-hmm. And that seems to be a lot of teams' problems, you know, not necessarily just the Cubs either. Um, it's the age of a specialty. You get yeah. your long reliever, your middle reliever. Lefty specialist. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. Each guy's got his own particular job. By the way, the Giants, uh, I think, wrapped out like 17 hits yesterday, a team that's supposedly not going to be able to hit. They beat Houston 10-4. to Edgar, I've got a bad case of... Renteria with five <laughs> hits. He could be a big part of that Giants team, too. Yeah, he's sort of revived his career. I mean, he's always been an offensive kind of guy, you know, back in his days with the Cardinals yep. and the Red Sox. I always found him offensive. <laughs> Maybe that's just because he was a Cardinal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, but, I mean, if he gets going, I mean, shortstop isn't necessarily a position where you expect a lot of offense from. Mm-hmm. But if you can get, you know, good production out of that guy, then mm-hmm. ride him. You know, ride him until he's... You know, not hitting anymore, and so far, I mean, it's only three games in again, but um, not long before we're in June, July, and if he's still, you know, hitting 300 or so, they're going to have a, a chance to stay with the Rockies and the Dodgers. It's going to be fun to watch. We'll talk some more baseball in hour number two of the two guys at a mic show. We'll also throw in a little bit of our youth sports fan forum, which we do each and every Thursday as well. Brady Stiff and the coach, too. Our show today, definitely get some more baseball. I love the way Lou Piniella almost blew up at some of the reporters yesterday who were asked, Lou, are you considering any lineup changes? He goes, guys. Oh, look. You know, uh, we're not, yeah, I can't do a Lou impersonation. <laughs> we're not 23 games into the season. We're not 40. It's after two games. I right. can't do any lineup changes after two games. And he was, he was right about that. Yeah. You, you can't, you can't mess with it now. Uh, two games yeah. in. I mean, they've only scored, what, seven runs total? Which isn't terrible. I mean, that's what three and a half runs. Mm-hmm. It's not terrible. It's not great either. So mm-hmm. uh, give it time. I think you know. I think the Cubs' offense is going to be revitalized uh, with Ramirez healthy, hopefully for an entire season. Right. Uh, Marlon Bird, Soriano. I think 
they'll be back. Ah, we'll take a break. We come back. Hour number two of the show. Don't go anywhere, folks. Two guys at a mic. TalkZone.com. I'm going to munch on my apple. There's no vending machines in this place, Brady, so you just got to uh, chew on the newspaper during the next three, four minutes. I already had my bagel this morning, so I'm yeah. good. You need your. Uh, you need to bind yourself up a little bit. I highly suggest <laughs> the sports page is good for that. Get a little whole wheat in there, too. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget, hour number two coming up in about three minutes. Stick around.